Your On The Mark podcast is loading now. The On The Mark podcast is sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company, family-owned dealership since 1915, 4th Street in Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, on Routes 11 and 15 Hummel's Wharf. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On the Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1 800 795 9565 or email onthemark at wkok.com. Now, here are your hosts for On the Mark Mark Lawrence and Joe McGranahan. Read that out loud. It says uh, Interstate I 80 westbound is closed from 212 to 178 due to a multi vehicle crash at mile marker 182 in Clinton County. And I've been announcing that for 90 minutes, and why did I know? Because I told you. Right. <laughs> I was listening to the monitor before I left the house. That's right. Which my wife questions my sanity that I'm sitting here right at the moment. Well, I, th- I think that <laughs> she's in sound, firm ground. Yes, she is. She's questioned my sanity for a number of years. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so describe the County Line Road and Route 11. Well, you know, Monroe Township generally does a great job, but it's a little early, you know, for them to get out. And, and, and it's hard. It's, the, the roads are slush-covered, slip, slippery, very slippery. Salted? Not yet. Not okay. that I can see. Okay. And it really didn't look like 11 and 15 and 15 were all that well done at the moment. I know they pre-treated it, but I don't think there's been a plow up there yet. Well, this weather defied the forecast by delivering a half an inch of frozen precipitation, sleet, and freezing rain at 6 o'clock this morning. Well, that's much earlier than they were forecasting. This was just supposed to be a little, you know, dusting or a nuisance this morning. So when this front got here... We got more precipitation they were anticipating. That's the bad news. The good news is it's taking the moisture off the end of the storm, so our snow is downgraded to 3 to 6. From It was 4 to 8. Now it's 3 to 6. Okay. So, well, you know, I don't know. We, take Either a, one a is molecule. more than enough. Right. But uh, we're here, everybody, and we thank you so much for joining us. Very glad to see you on the radio. Uh, we will do the Winternet at 9.06, but it is posted at WKOK.com. Joe, your life is about to get better. Oh, really? Why so? Yep. Okay. I don't have any. Grab a tissue. Grab one of those tissues, please. Oh, okay. Up the hall. Oh, it's a cookie. <laughs> uh, this is a froze, a, co- a refrigerated cookie. This is an Italian almond cookie. Mm. Quite good. Isn't that crazy? Yes. I gave one of these to Matt yesterday, and he's like, oh, my God, my life just got better. <laughs> yes, thank you, Cindy, and Smoking Dan. Oh, these are from Cindy? Yep. And All right. Good job, Cindy. Joe, this has been secreted away after it arrived yesterday. Here you go. <laughs> oh, goody. <laughs> A big bucket full of various kinds of cookies. Well, I'll share. Unlike you guys, I won't. Oh, I'll share. <laughs> you got to get the little diss in there, don't you? All right. Well, while he's sampling and finding out, I want to tell you, about you are listening to On the Mark, sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company. Check them out at sunburymotors.com. Our toll-free line open, 1-800-795-9565. You can email us at onthemark at wkoka.com and text us at 70236. Include the keyword OTM. Uh, we would love to hear from you. and We do have about uh, what, six or seven good emails to read, so we will read those. One's, yet to, one's left over from yesterday and one is left over from the day before. 
before, but we'll get to them all. I promise you that. Well, I shouldn't promise. Sometimes we don't, but we'll try to. Are you okay over there? I'm enjoying this cooking. Oh, I think so. <laughs> He's got the biggest <laughs> smile on his face in history. Thank all you, right. Cindy. <laughs> Let's tell you about the Sunbury Motor Company. If you need an all-wheel drive vehicle, they got lots of options for you from expeditions to explorers to escorts to edges <laughs> to uh, eco sports. They're all all-wheel drive. Some of them are just front-wheel drive if you order them that way. They also got a couple of all-wheel drives in the Hyundai line, the Accent, uh, the Elantra, the Santa Cruz, the Kona. Uh, these are the ones uh, that all are all-wheel drive, but they have some other, uh, not just AWD, but they have FCW, which is forward collision warning, rear cross-track warning, automatic emergency braking, lane keeping assistance, uh, lane departure warning, and uh, these are just fantastic vehicles at a fantastic price. The inventory is back up. Uh, Fords, Hyundais, and Kias at the Sunbury Motor Company. They would just love to do business with you and make sure that you are outfitted in a vehicle that can get you where you need to go. Now, on the car lot, if you drove by on 4th Street, you see all the cars are smushed together right now because they are uh, they want them all in one spot so they can plow the other spot. But uh, they can access absolutely any one of them. They leave an access row for you to walk, and there's enough to go look at them. You can also look at them online at sunburymotors.com. If you don't see or hear about what you're looking for, you can build a Ford, Hyundai, or Kia online and then have it delivered to the Sunbury Motor Company, and they'll take fabulous care of you, and they'll be very glad to see you again at the Sunbury Motor Company, sunburymotors.com. My wife just texted me, I better see some of those cookies. <laughs> so I'm going to take a picture of them and send it to her, and then we'll sit here and eat them. Well, these are the refrigerated <laughs> Italian almond. I have not tried any of the other ones, but Oh, so there's another supply here? This no, is no the ones that you have in the bin. I didn't even look in the bin yet. I just took the refrigeratable ones and oh, refrigerated. Okay. Them and set them aside, hid them from the sales staff. They're like piranhas when they see something yep. with sugar. And <laughs> so uh, we'll take them out into the lunchroom now. Oh, there's Kevin at the window glaring in <laughs> with his big smace face. His big smace. <laughs> his face. He's ready for the, he wants to see about these cookies. So, but... Uh, yeah, well, uh, his normal size, handsome face. I'm sorry. Okay. I, I think I insulted him a little bit more than I needed to. Uh, but, uh, yeah, these are life-changing cookies, those Italian almond cookies. They are just outstanding. So, And they're they're red, white, and green, the right. Italian I already had colors. one, and I think that leaves one for everybody else who's in the building this morning. So uh, that's fantastic. Okay, so welcome aboard, everybody. It's open phones. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Cindy, yes, for indeed. the cookies. Really very much appreciate it. All right, we've got three or four for emails to get us started this morning, and uh, we'd love to hear from you. It's open phones, 1-800-795-9565. You can email us at onthemarkatwkok.com and text us at 70236. Want to launch into the written word here? Yeah, I might. Are you going to take some of these or something else? Something else. All right. something else. Uh, I thought this story was interesting. We had it yesterday. President Biden is upset that the media is constantly covering his age, which will likely remain a thorn on his side as he inches closer towards a 2024 run. Biden, who just turned 80 last month, is the oldest serving president in U.S. history, and questions over his fitness to lead has been a cause of concern for both his detractors and supporters alike. On Tuesday, Politico published a story about how eerily quiet the 2024 race is. Republicans are largely mum about former President Trump's already declared candidacy as his poll numbers continue to wane and legal troubles mount. Biden has been reluctant 
reluctant to officially announce his re-election bid, though he has repeatedly said he intends to run. Here's the interesting part. The president has vented to allies about how often his age is mentioned in the press. He said, you think I don't know how blanking old I am? <laughs> well, there are some days I wonder. So he you know, cursed at who, reporters or the person he was? Well, I think it wasn't a cursing people. at somebody. He was talking to someone and using it as an adjective. I got you. Okay. He said the ones are, uh, he said to, to one of his earlier supporters this year, but who knows what the fates have in store for someone who just turned 80 a few weeks ago. Sorry, Mr. President, Politico's Jonathan Martin wrote. The White House declined to comment. You know, in October, Politico reported on the White House's trepidation over Biden's 80th birthday, hoping to downplay the celebration. The article noted his age has always been a sensitive topic among his closest allies, and planning is underway as to how to best navigate the occasion. Well, they didn't navigate it very well. They really didn't. They really did downplay his 80th birthday. But, you know, is there an age limit? What is it? Judges have to retire. Is it 75 in Pennsylvania? Uh, I think it's 70. Right, and I can remember when um, uh, UPMC took over from Sunbury Community Hospital, they had an age limit on the board members. Board members could had to be under 70, 70 or under. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, I mean, there are a lot of people. I'll, where does this become age discrimination? And where does it become a logical and reasonable thing to do because somebody who is of an advanced age may be quite not as well, swift as they used to be? Well, I think it becomes age discrimination right away <laughs> as soon as you do it. But well, it becomes acceptable. Um, is it acceptable? I mean, is it possible? We say that you're too young to do certain things. We don't let five-year-olds drive cars down the interstate. So isn't it a logical extension to say that at some point, people of a certain advanced age should be limited mm -hmm. to doing from, from doing certain things? All right. Well, um, you know, and I think the funny thing is that if, if he runs, he will probably win again because he is, you know, he, he's got a lot of followers. And he's, he's got a lot of success. He is a buffoon, just like his predecessor. But, you know, he somehow manages to get things done and get things through Congress, you know, and to continue borrowing from our great-great-grandchildren without their permission. And so, but all of that is very popular, you know, and he's, he's like a... You know, it, it's like somebody who never signs the one beautiful <laughs> paintings that they do. You know, they're very bad at getting the message out. I think one of the Sunday shows said over the weekend, I forget who was talking, maybe it was Elizabeth Warren, says that there's one thing the Democrats are good at. It's not telling anyone about the things that they're good at. And so I think he is also in that camp. So it's going to be funny if uh, the, you know, the, the best candidate they can put up on the Republican side, whether I assume it's going to be President Trump, but other folks say it'll be Ron DeSantis or or anybody else, you know. Janet. Well, I can tell them DeSantis must have a shot because MSNBC and Morning Joe is now coming down on him very hard They're every single on. day. <laughs> but what's right. interesting well, throughout, he's the front runner. throughout his political career, the story continues, Biden has been known as a gaffe machine, which has only continued into his presidency. Some of his GOP critics, however, have cited his more bizarre blunders as a sign of mental decline. Perhaps the most jarring gaffe in recent months was in September when he called out for a dead congresswoman at an event after he previously acknowledged her passing weeks prior. Jackie, where are you? Where's Jackie? She must not be here. Well, she wasn't. You know, so, it, but it's funny how the media, the mainstream media now is shifting in their coverage of this. In July, for example, the New York Times ran a report entitled, At 79, Biden is testing the boundaries of age and the presidency, sounding the alarm that his age has become an uncomfortable issue for him and his party. However, a report from the same paper published the day before Biden's 80th birthday on 
on November 20th, offered a stark reversal on how the president's age should be covered. The article entitled President Biden is Turning 80, Experts Say Age is More Than a Number, suggested that Biden falls into the category of super-agers, which is a subgroup of people that maintain their mental and physical functioning and tend to live longer than the average person their age. So now they're saying that Biden, the New York Times is saying Biden is a super-senior. Of course, he doesn't well, know who's dead and who's alive, but other than that, well, he's doing see, real well. <laughs> see, I, I know that bothers you, and I don't think it's ideal that our president did that or said that, but that's human nature. That's what happens to people. You know, I, I do the same thing, and I'm 60-some, and by the time I'm 80, it's probably going to be pretty You go pathetic. through the building looking for dead people? Well, no, but I forget who, you know, <laughs> I, I would not win. Tom does this contest called Dead or Alive where he... Uh, right, you have to guess who's get, dead or who's right, alive. Right, and he'll say... Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, and you have to say whether she's a celebrity or a, a politician who's alive. Well, she's or alive. <laughs> right, very much alive. Yeah, and in fact, she's on the list of people who wants to run for president but in 2024. But she's dead to me. Well, that's another <laughs> I don't topic. care for her politics. That's another topic. But anyway, right. so I just think that... Uh, he, he's no matter who among these contenders in the Republican Party, and you have some people who would be fabulous presidents. He's still going to come out on top in the popular vote, as old as he is. And even if it doesn't run, there are other people. Somebody, when we started to talk about this, they sent me a list because they keep saying there's nobody in the Democratic wing that's as high quality as some of the Republican candidates. They sent me a list from the Washington Post of the top ten people who are interested in running for president in 2024. And here's the list: Alexander. Andrea, AOC, okay, is one of the person. Well, that Ro- would be a disaster. Roy Cooper, the North Carolina governor. They say he is a policy wonk and a hands-on practical guy. Elizabeth Warren. Uh, See, I, I, I think she, Well, I, the Native Americans would be happy to have Polk I think she has a good, a good message, and I think she's a fabulous policy person, uh, but, uh, you know, I think she might be too liberal. She might just want to do but too much. But she also much. exaggerates or lies. I mean, when, when Republicans well, say something... Something that isn't true—it's a lie. When Democrats say it, it's an exaggeration. Bernie Sanders is too old. On too the old. Top he would 10. be older than Joe. He just turned eighty-one. He is. He will be. He's not. He is o- older than Joe. He's not going to be older than he Joe. He is older than Joe. Thank you. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Sorry, I couldn't resist. Uh, Amy Klobuchar. You know, I think she is one that I always see her as doing a fabulous job. I would vote for her. I think she does a good job. Uh, I think she rubs some people the wrong way, but uh, I, I think she's fantastic. Gavin Newsom. Uh, oh, Lawrence that's is, honest to heavens. I, I think, honestly, <laughs> viewed as being uh, too liberal. Uh, Gretchen Whitmer. See, I'd vote for her in a heartbeat. She's doing a fantastic job up there. Uh, Kamala Harris. I, I, you know, I think she'd have trouble saying, I did a great job as vice president. <laughs> <laughs> and here she would just laugh her way through the White House. I think uh she would have trouble saying, you know, here's why I want to be uh, president, because I've done a fantastic job as vice president, and here are the examples. You know, what would she use as the examples of what she's done as a vice president? And, and maybe there's good examples, and you know, and like everything else. Oh, well, she's done a wonderful job as our borders are. She went there once. Now it's hemorrhaging, and she won't go anywhere near the place. <laughs> well, do you raise up your failures or no? We did ask her if she's running for president. Um, not today. (laughs) Anyway. But um, I have before, and I'm sure I will again. There you go. (laughs) Incidentally, that cuts out of context. Uh, Pete Buttigieg is listed as number two, and the number one person who's uh, electable, who wants to run for president, President Biden. 
what so that's the Washington. What happened to Beto O'Rourke? <laughs> I think if you lose the 19 races in right a row, in a row you're, yeah, you're, you're viewed as dead. not doable. Um, I think they have some also-rans. Maybe he's on the honorable mentions. Uh, honorable mentions go out to Commerce Secretary Gina Raimondo, New Jersey Governor Phil Murphy, Illinois Governor uh, J.B. Pritzker, Kentucky Governor Andy Bashir, Senator Sherry Brown, uh, Senator Cory Booker. Now, Stacey these are possibly vice presidential candidates. These are basically. honorable mentions. Okay, Stacey Abrams, oh. <laughs> um, Mitch Landrew, and Representative Stacey Rowe. Abrams can't get elected in her own home state, so why would they even mention her? As a well, I think there's a wide range of people who have been elected president who have lost an election along oh, the way. Yeah, sure. Abraham Lincoln lost a couple. Well, there you go. So, I, you know, just because she can't get elected in her own state doesn't mean she can't get elected uh, president. All right, we'll take one call before the break, and then we got to hit the break. We'll start out with Tom. Go ahead, sir. You're on the mark. Yeah, this isn't why I called, but uh, Trump's going to run as Trump knows he can't win. So he's going to run as an independent and screw the whole thing up for you guys. That's what's going to happen. Oh, wow. Fabulous. Good for him. You That'll think he could get support enough to do that? I don't think he could get enough support, Tom, to be honest with you. He doesn't have to get support. He can just do it. Why do you have to have support? Well, because you don't get on the ballot without people collecting signatures and doing yeah, an organization. He would get, get enough. Well, you're more optimistic than I am. I don't think he could. I don't think Tom's that's, optimistic. That's, what, that's what's going to happen because he knows he can't win. So you think his goal then will be to destroy the race for the other Republicans? Absolutely. Well, you may be right. He seems vindictive enough, perhaps. But that isn't why I called. Uh, I'm going to bring up something that I know you don't want to talk about. There were 34. They know that there's, there's at least 34 people that gave text, that sent text messages to Mark Meadows. At least 34 they know that there's some missing because of the way the conversations went. There's some that are missing, but guess, guess who sent who guess who sent Mark Meadows a text message about what? About about the election, about covering up the election, and this is about the election. This is about January sixth. Well, since the topic of your email or the topic of your call is listed to us as Fred Keller, I'm going to guess Fred Keller. Absolutely. So what did his email say? Well, he was he. Well, but now I don't know if they have all of them yet. They were talking about it yesterday on Morning Joe. He was he sent a he sent a text message to Mark Meadows about how they could cover up this phone call that he gave to this Raffensburger about the eleven thousand seven hundred and eighty votes. Uh, I mean, I don't understand the whole thing or know all about it, but he said what I got out of it was. He said that uh, that that Trump could say that he was just testing Ravensburger to see whose side he was on, hmm. but uh, that it wasn't actually he didn't actually mean what he what he said that he was just testing he was just testing Raffensburger to see whose side Raffensburger was on. Yeah, one of our listeners sends us a note, says, Interesting, Representative Mark Meadows texting 34 Republican members in U.S. Congress in an effort to overturn the 2020 election. Congressman Keller was part of this group. It would be nice to have him call WKOK and actually discuss and share his part in this event as an elected U.S. Congressman. Perhaps we'll have to wait for the book. This was in Politics PA website, says Dick. 
So, yeah, the goal was to overturn the 2020 election. Well, we know that uh, Congressman Keller was very much interested in being, you know, a full-blown MAGA in every way, uh, including uh, voting against Pennsylvania's electors, trying to overturn the election. So, um, you know, this is just more evidence, more bricks in the in the foundation, but the final product is still the same thing. And uh, I think there's probably a reason he got carved out of the district is he was too MAGA. Well, we'll see. We'll see. Next week they're going to release everything. I guess they're going to release the report and release all these things. So we'll we'll find out more next week. Maybe that wasn't maybe that wasn't the only call. All right, we got you. Thank you so much, Tom. Yeah, Thanks I, for calling. I always in. had doubts no. about that guy. All well, right, we didn't I, stop I, you from talking. I never talking. trusted that guy. I always thought he was a snake in the grass. Fred? No, yep. Fred's a good guy. Oh yeah. Well, he's yeah. fine until he went to Washington. And, I, and I'm disappointed in your. I'm disappointed in your uh, going to Mark correspondent, not calling up and 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 bringing this up as a topic. All right, we got you. Thank you, Tom. Thanks uh, for calling in. I assume in. you mean one of our other callers. One eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five. You'll need that during the nine a.m. hour. We got our last caller of this hour all set. We'll take a break. We'll be right back. Mm-hmm. When car repairs get difficult... Well, I, I just don't know. Um, me neither. We get good. Sunbury Motors. More than quality new and used cars, Sunbury Motors specializes in complicated auto repair diagnosis. They can handle intricate repairs and even complete auto body with service open Monday through Friday, 7 till 4. And Sunbury Motors has made simple repairs easy. Maintaining your vehicle is necessary. Finding the time to do it is difficult. Welcome to Sunbury Motors Quick Lane. Open 7 till 4, Monday through Friday. Just walk in or call ahead. Relax in their remodeled waiting room with Wi-Fi, beverages, and snacks. Will Sunbury Motors factory train techs take care of your oil change, tire alignments, brakes, and inspections? Quick Lane, 630 to 6, Monday through Friday, Saturday, 6 30 till 2. Sunbury Motors, Ford and Hyundai, North 4th Street, Sunbury. And Sunbury Motors, Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. We take the Mm. mm, out of auto repair. <laughs> Joe's eating another cookie. Uh, what are you eating? Is I don't know which very good. Well, no, they're not not all labeled. Okay. They don't have to be. They're just so good. Okay. Well, anyway, they're very good. All right, Stan, you're on the mark. Thanks for calling. Yeah, Mark. I I just caught a little bit when I came in here and turned the radio about. You said something about Gretchen Whitmer's a good candidate. Was that for her to run for president in the 24? Yes. Or was that to run for... Oh. <laughs> really? Well, she's not for you everybody. Think so? <laughs> she's not for everybody. <laughs> the, the, the tyrant of Lansing, you, you think, should be running for president? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah the one that put uh, a lot of seniors in nursing homes so they could die from COVID? Okay. And and the one that stopped people from being able to buy seeds in potting soil during the pandemic when they had to stay home because okay. she said so. But then she put her boat, her hubby put her boat in the water so that they could go have a good time out in the lake when she told everybody else they had to stay home. I don't think we need someone like that as president. Do you? 
Well, I don't know. I, I, you know, I'd have to look at her entire record. I will certainly take into account the things. Well, first of all, we may never see her name on a ballot, but uh, I'll take into account what you say. I know there are certainly a lot of conservatives say that she's got like six big, huge flags against her that are not, uh, you know, sort of opinion things. They're actual governance things that are wrong. So I would look at those and, you know, carefully weigh that whether she might be a good uh, person. Now, I know you would never vote for a Democrat. In fact, I think you said that no matter what, even if they were the You've best said Democrat. That. I've the, said that, yes. Okay. Let's suppose, for instance, you had to vote for a, uh, a Democrat. There were only two Democrats for president, and you feel compelled to vote. Is there anybody on the Democratic ticket who might be a good leader deep down? No. Okay. So <laughs> well, you, you no, they, 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 you know, <laughs> they've all shown their true colors in the past two to three years. You know, with, with their, you know, tyrannical actions during the pandemic. Okay. And there's some Republicans that did the same thing, but not to the extent that these Democrats did. Now, Newsom's terrible. Whitmer's terrible. Wolf did the same thing with the seniors here in PA. And, and Murphy and, and uh, New Jersey did, so you along with Cuomo. Cuomo should never be able to run for another thing in his life, but who knows, you know, the way the Democrats work. Thing. He'll be rehabilitated, and he'll run for something. Why? What did he do that was so bad? Well, molesting well, women? Well, he, <laughs> Yeah, I mean, the sexual yeah, assault things and the sexual <laughs> harassment and that stuff yeah, well, is one thing. But he also put seniors, you know, signed the executive order to force seniors that were COVID positives into nursing homes. Stan, call us back. I have to do Winternet and headlines, so it'll be about 9, 10. Okay. All right. Thank have you, a sir. good one. Bye. Appreciate that. Well, everybody, you heard what's up. CBS News is on the way. Then we will do a quick Winternet rundown, and then we got news headlines on the way. You're listening to News Radio 1070 WKOK Sunbury. I got to put the cookies out in the front office, or Joe's going to eat another one. His cheeks are all puffed out. This is WKOK Sunbury. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On the Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1-800-795-9565 or email onthemark at wkok.com. Now, here are your hosts for On the Mark, Mark Lawrence and Joe McGranahan. He's made the trip worthwhile. Yep, how about that? So, yeah, we thank Cindy for bringing those up yesterday. On the market, sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company. Check them out at sunburymotors.com. Toll-free line is open. Call 1-800-795-9565. And we started talking about who might be a good president out there. President Biden would probably win, I speculate. Well, actually, we're talking about Biden's again. age and whether or not. Uh, I think that's a yeah, more interesting discussion. As it was opposed to who would be a good president. But, I mean, should age be a factor in today's world? And if it is a factor, what? How should you weigh it, and with with respect to other things, other liabilities or assets that a candidate brings to the office? Yeah, I don't know if you can actually weigh the number because he's a pretty high functioning eighty-year-old. So you'd have to see how he performs in the debates. And of course, as an eighty-year-old, he would keep those to a minimum. But he would, you know, I think he'd be sort of morally obligated to do at least one. So he would do one, and uh, you get to see whether you want him to be president. But I think so many people say. 
say that he surrounded himself with good Democrats and he's got a uh, Democratic House and Senate that are helping him in many cases to get things done. Well, now, but that may not <coughs> be the case coming fo going forward. Right. I'm, I'm, no, I'm just saying that, that that's what people will have to weigh if we can get other Democrats in Congress and the Senate. Uh, they'll go that way or stay that way depending upon what's happening in 2024. Yeah, all right. So I think people will say, well, you know, he's... He's a buffoon. He's an 81-year-old buffoon, or he'll be 82 <laughs> then. And uh, But guess what? Look who they're putting up against him, somebody I couldn't vote for. Just as Stan was able to click off the individual Democrats they named as being unacceptable, I think a lot of Republicans would say the same thing about uh, some of the Democratic... Or I'm sorry, a lot of Democrats would say the same thing about the Republican nominees, that you know they would just click them off because they've done something to offend. But you know, isn't it time, for example, when John Kennedy was elected, we turned the nation over to a new generation, as Kennedy pointed out, of, of people born in this century, tempered by a cold, hard peace, I think were, the, were his words. You know, aren't we due for that again now? I mean, look at the people who are leading us in Washington. They are older folks, you know. Mm -hmm. They're they not the future. They are the past. And I put myself in that category, too, especially since I love history so much. Well, we're doing that in, I'm a, actually in the U.S. A, a, House. I'm actually a relic. <laughs> All right, we're doing that in the House. So you see the Republican and Democratic leaders are getting younger in Washington. So maybe that's happening in and of itself on its own. Uh, it's certainly a good idea. So, But we have, uh, the, I guess the point I was leading to is we have a cap on how young a person may be to run for president. Why don't we have a cap on how old they have to be? Right. 1-800-795-9565. we got to do Winternet and head, headlines on the market sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company. So do call us, 1-800-795-9565. Our winter. <laughs> Our internet is uh, brought to you by MidPen Energy. Get your energy at midpenenergy.com. All branches of the Greater Sussman Valley YMCA are closing at noon today. Family Medicine of Evangelical Offices in Sealands Grove and Middleburg closing today. Agape Land Preschool is closed. Central Region Career Link sites around here are closed. New Berlin's Community Food Pantry is closed, rescheduled for Monday. Northumberland County Senior Centers are closed. No meals or transportation. All offices of Northumberland National Bank are closed today. Shepherd's Table in Shimokin is closed today. Snyder County Libraries are closed today. Summit Early Learning and Union and Snyder County Head Start, Early Head Start and PK classes are closed. Suncom program sites are closed today. Susquehanna Community Bank branches are closed. Union County Libraries are closed. And Tri-County Tag Service is closed today. So that's a pretty darn up-to-date list. We thank Matt Catrillo for keeping that up-to-date. He's also our producer, so uh, he's taken fabulous care of us in a couple of ways today, so we really appreciate that. So that is the uh, Winternet, and so we'll keep you posted uh, if that list were to change. Matt will tell us. We're talking about presidential candidates on our show. We'll get back to the phones in a moment. Let me hit the stop button there. Boom. All right. PennDOT restricts certain vehicles on I-80. Uh, they say they are now doing vehicle restrictions reflecting Tier 1 of their registration restriction plan on Interstate 80 around here. No tractors without trailers. 
or no lightly loaded or unloaded trailers or tandem trailers, certainly no triples on I-80 today, uh, no enclosed unloaded trailers, no passenger vehicles towing trailers of any kind, no recreational RVs, motorhomes, school buses, commercial buses, motor coaches or motorcycles on I-80 right now. I-80 westbound is still blocked because of a series of crashes that start in upper Northumberland County. Uh, Route 54 in Northumberland County and Route 44 in Lycoming County have some restrictions right now. Route 54 on Natalie Mountain between Route 47 and Route 61 uh, has a commercial vehicle restriction on it and Route 44 between Elam's Sport and Jersey Shore. It has a commercial restriction on it right now. We told you earlier the volunteer firefighters were called out of Montour County this morning. No fire found there and everything okay at that location. Signs on display during a pep rally for Southern Columbia's football team did not have any racial intentions. The Southern Columbia School District reported that this week after their investigation started last Friday when the allegations were first made and then when the Tigers defeated Westinghouse, which has a predominantly black athletic body in the state's 2A title game, Matt Catrillo's following that. The district statement this week said the slogans, quote, were used in previous competitions across different years, sports, and opponents, and some were copied from media headlines of previous years' state title wins. The district says it still recognizes these messages may have still been hurtful to others. It's also instituting additional social training programs, highlighting ways to, quote, avoid language with the potential to be misinterpretive or insensitive. In addition, Southern Columbia found the video posted by one of its football players was, quote, part of a disturbing viral TikTok trend. The district says the video was, quote, wholly unacceptable and the students responsible have received school discipline and were disqualified from participation in any extracurricular activities for a period of one calendar year. The district also noted other teams in Pennsylvania and other states including the PIAA 3A champion, which was Bell Vernon, another Pittsburgh area school, posted similar videos. The district again stated it doesn't condone nor tolerate any form of racism or harassment and have taken the allegations very seriously. Matt Catrillo, News Radio 1070, WKOK. AP reporting the man who pleaded guilty to killing two women in Pennsylvania was extradited to Michigan to face a first-degree murder charge in the slaying of a pregnant woman there 17 years ago. Harold Holman III, already convicted of killing Tiana Phillips of McClure and Erica Schultz of Bloomsburg, and now headed to Michigan to face similar charges there. The state of Arizona and its governor, Doug Ducey, have been sued by the U.S. government over the placement of shipping containers placed on the border between Mexico and Arizona as a makeshift barrier against illegal immigration. The filing comes three weeks before his term as governor comes to an end, and a Democratic governor takes over. CBS News political editor in Phoenix, Arizona, Dennis Welch, explains a problem with financing the removal. Over the past four months, work crews have welded together hundreds of double-stacked steel shipping containers topped with razor wire. Construction began shortly after the August primary when Republicans, like Ducey, were focusing their attention on the record surge of migrant crossings. (laughs) The tag is Governor-elect Hobbs has openly opposed the use of shipping containers as a border barrier, calling it a political stunt. 
And finally, I know you're going to be watching this tonight. Tonight, it's the 101st Miss America competition. Yawn. 51 <laughs> women representing their home states in the District of Columbia will compete for scholarships to continue their efforts toward community service and education and the title of Miss America. And, oh, don't call it a pageant. Oh, I just did. It's a competition. Oh. Um, Emma, it used to be a pageant. All right. Emma Broyles from Alaska is the reigning title holder. All right. So that is everything we need to know. Uh, let's go right to the phones. Bob, thank you for waiting. You're on the mark. Yeah, good morning. I love how Republicans bring up about Joe Biden's age, but if President Trump would get reelected, he would be the same age as Joe Biden is today. But that's okay, right? No, I don't think so. I'm, that's the question I'm asking, is that should there be an age limit on being president of the United States? We, we have a, an age limit on the bottom side. You count, you've got to be at least 35. Should there be one on the top side? That's why we have a vice president in case something would happen to the president, <laughs> right? <laughs> oh, so well, that's why get, get the old and feeble in there and let them die in office let and the then the vice president. New one take over. Yeah, they used to do that in ancient Rome. You know, they, the current emperor would be killed by the guy who wanted to be emperor. I don't think that that's a good idea necessarily. <laughs> it's not a good nomination. It's a good thing we don't us. live in Rome. Yeah, you're right. It is a good thing we don't live in Rome. But, you know, then. as far as. Go, go ahead. ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead, Bob. Bob. I'm Oh, I was just going to say, as far as, you know, the COVID pandemic that Stan was saying about, well, I'm sorry, but COVID's here to stay. So we're going to be in the pandemic for the rest of our lives. Okay. Well, I hope you're wrong about that. Well, it'll well, always be it, around. It's, it's, here to stay. it's like the flu. It's just going to be present. No, All right. He didn't, right. Say, COVID. What, uh, he didn't my, say COVID. He said uh, the pandemic was going to be around. Right. I got you. All right. Thank you, sir. Well, Thanks. For, oh, go same ahead. thing. And, you know, the lady yesterday that called up about... Um, same-sex marriages asking for accommodations. I have no idea what she's talking about accommodations. I have never asked for any kind of accommodations for for my life. Mm -hmm. You know, and this this is what really upsets me is these people that go out into the grocery stores and they drive these electric wheelchairs and then they drive them out in the parking lot and they leave them sit right next to their car. Well, I saw a guy do this last week and it, Right after he left that store, he got out of his car to another store, and he walked like he was the 21-year-old running to the sprint show. <laughs> all right. Well, yeah. And nobody likes accommodations of any kind at all whatsoever, period, of anybody. All right. We got you, Bob. Thank you, sir. Thanks, Bob. Take care. All right. Have a good day. You too. Thank you. Uh, Paul, you are next up from Berwick, PA. Thank you so much for calling in. Thank you. Uh, Merry Christmas to you guys. Thank you. Uh, uh, while I'm... Uh, thinking of something current here there's going to be a big omnibus bill before christmas dropped in the lap of all the congressmen and the senators and uh, the only people that know anything about what's going on is uh, nancy pelosi and chuck schumer and a few people around them and their staff and so forth this illustrates that the democratic party runs the government like the politburo in communist china over here and I've heard some of the senators and so forth uh, on the radio saying they don't know anything about what's going to be in the bill and so forth. The people that voted for Democrats to run these parts of the government, uh, they've voted for people that they, they, they don't run the government with regular order. They don't 
take up bills and vote for the agriculture bill, vote for the transportation bill, vote for... They put everything in a big omnibus bill, thousands of pages, drop it in their lap, and then tell them, take it or leave it, so we can go home for Christmas. And uh, if, if anybody that's voting for Democrats is voting for mediocrity and make the country miserable. That, that's the <laughs> motto of Democrats. Uh, make America mediocre and make Americans... Uh, miserable that's, that's about the way we're going make america miserable again how's that yeah that that's <laughs> that's the way we're going now i want to bring a little update we you guys all of us we have to vote for a state senator the 31st of uh, january and uh, i live in luzerne county over here and uh, the the man that ran the elections board resigned and uh three democrat members voted recently to uh certified the last election and uh, they admitted that they don't know how many people were disenfranchised because uh, about uh, a quarter of the precincts, the machines ran out of paper so people that came to the polls to vote did not get to vote and uh, they admitted when they voted that they didn't think there was enough people that would have made a difference in the election and so forth. Of course, Jim Bognett that was defeated by Cartwright, he doesn't think that. And uh, Jim May, I forget who he voted, got defeated for the uh, uh, state uh, state uh, legislator position. Uh, he doesn't think that either and so forth. And they still don't have this figured out. They haven't, they haven't decided whose fault it was yet. Okay, we've been all these weeks since this, and the county commissioners had meetings again this week and talked about it. And that good reporter, Joe, that you know up there in Scranton, he was looking into it, and he's talking about it and trying to talk to people. But uh, the, the district attorney is supposed to make some kind of a decision down the line and so forth. But here we've got to have another election, the 31st of January, and... Can Luzerne County run an election? Okay, are they competent to run an election? This is the most populous county in northeastern Pennsylvania, and uh, we've had problems now in several several elections. And uh, you know this is absolutely ridiculous. Uh, so that's that's our situation about electing the next uh, state senator from this area here, uh, the 31st of January. Great. Well, thank you. You make it sound okay, very that's concerning. The situation. Have a good day. <laughs> yeah. Thanks a lot for sharing yeah, that with you. us. Thanks right. a lot. Uh, we're all going to die, but don't you worry <laughs> about a thing. All right, we've got to hit a break. Uh, Stan is awaiting. We'll be right back. We'll take more comers. 1 800 795 9565. One of our listeners adds a little fact yeah. to our discussion. Says Trump is currently 76, not exactly the same age nor mental acuity as Biden. No, but if elected, he'll be 78, and then by the time he's two years in, he'll be 80, and that's where Biden is now. So I, I think there's some well, equivalency there. Well, let's just say there. his birthday cake will look like a bonfire. Well, yeah, he's, you know, he's, Trump on his worst day is twice as sharp as Biden is every day, but that's just me. 1-800-795-9565 is our telephone number. We will be right back. Mm-hmm. When car repairs get difficult... Well, I... I just don't know. Um, me neither. We get good. Sunbury Motors. 
more than quality new and used cars. Sunbury Motors specializes in complicated auto repair diagnosis. They can handle intricate repairs and even complete auto body with service open Monday through Friday, 7 till 4. And Sunbury Motors has made simple repairs easy. Maintaining your vehicle is necessary. Finding the time to do it is difficult. Welcome to Sunbury Motors Quick Lane. Open 7 till 4, Monday through Friday. Just walk in or call ahead. Relax in their remodeled waiting room with Wi-Fi, beverages, and snacks. Will Sunbury Motors factory train techs take care of your oil change, tire alignments, brakes, and inspections? Quick Lane, 630 to 6, Monday through Friday, Saturday, 6 30 till 2. Sunbury Motors, Ford and Hyundai, North 4th Street, Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. We take the mm. out of auto repair. Good. All right. Just checking. All right. 1-800-795-9565. Stan is super duper patient today. Go ahead, sir. You're on the mark. Oh, we're finishing up that call. Finishing right. up his call. Yeah, right. I was going down the list well, of Democratic candidates. So AOC. Yes, no, but I, I do have something to say about the Southern thing. Okay, go ahead. So so the school did a investigation, blah, 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 and they said that uh, maybe some of their signs they were uh, hurtful to the other other people. That what it was the basics of what they said? Uh, th- they I w- could be hurtful. They, yeah, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say I read that exactly into it. Well, but anyway, they apologized. They sort of had the, a racial flavor, and so they they did suspend the kids because they did use the well, N word in the video. That was the video, and that's completely wrong. But the signs at the pep rally is what I'm talking well, about. The signs of the they pep said rally. that they may be construed as hurtful to some people. Well, yeah, they said whip Westinghouse, but they had made the point that that had been used in other times and other places. I mean... Right, and the same old sign has, had been up for a while. When I was a kid, I went to William Penn High School in Harrisburg, and they had, we had a sign-up. We played Williamsport. We had a sign-up that said whip Williamsport. Yeah, so, I mean, <laughs> that part of it, but but there was something in the report you said, and I wasn't talking about the video, but it was about the signs okay, that they determined um, that they may or may not have been hurtful to the other team. Well, I'm sorry. You know, normally you don't care about the feelings of the other team because you're there to beat their butts when you go to play them, right? Well, not only that, but how would the kids from Westinghouse have seen the signs at a pep rally in Southern Columbia? <laughs> Except online. Well, I mean, they might have seen right. it online. Yeah, that stuff's all posted these days, so yeah, they would have seen it. So, But that's here. But as far as the video that was done by the kids, it, yeah, that was just stupid, and those kids are suspended or whatever they don't do to them, and that's that's what needs to be done because you know that's just being idiotic anyways back to the candidates mark give me some more oh okay uh roy cooper north carolina governor roy north carolina oh yeah he's the one that's in there now okay yeah right? i don't know too much about him but they say yeah, he's a, nah, i don't he's know a, much about him they either say he's a good so. egg he doesn't have a, a lot of ultra democratic um what do we call it? Baggage. Elizabeth Warren. I know you're not going to vote for her. Warren. <laughs> okay. There you go. There's your, there's your response. Bernie Sanders, who's already 81. He'd He's be a 82. communist. Okay. There you go. Amy Klobuchar. Oh, she's a liar. So 
Okay. You know, she, she, if I remember right, Klobuchar, she's from out what Midwest, right? Right, and you already said Gavin Newsom. And, well, let me ask you a question. Gretchen, you hold know, on. You Gretchen Whitmer off the list. Kamala Harris? All right, never mind. Moving on. You, got, you guys are still <laughs> arguing about who. I'm still saying, You're should there the be an team. age limit? Because that's the issue that started this discussion about Joe no. Biden being no. 80 years old. No. Let the voters impose any age limits collectively. That's my view. I don't necessarily disagree with that, Mark, but... I'll throw a caveat in there. Okay, everybody was screaming about Trump, blah, blah, blah. He's, he's cognitively impaired. So he took a cognitive test, right? Right. Joe Biden won't. And so maybe once they reach 75, that needs to be prerequisite for running for, a, for any office. I don't care whether it's the president, Senate, House, whatever. That should be a prerequisite. Do a cognitive test. Show that you're not going downhill. Well, what if you what if you're marginal? I mean, what if you finish it and um, so what if he fails? Then what? Well, yeah, what if what if you fail? Or what if you're in marginal? The Constitution that you have to be uh, competent, uh, dis- competent, disqualified, well, disqualifies them like being too young. Maybe in the people's opinion, but there's nothing in. But then it would depend on which test. In other words, it's not there. Not there's not just one test of cognitive functions. There are several tests that can be applied. I took the Give Iowa. T- I took the Iowa Give tests of basic skills when I was in elementary school, and it says. It, it wasn't working up to my full potential. So what if it said that about Joe Biden? That he's just, he's just he is sharp. He's just not acting out to his full potential. Yeah, sharp as a dull pencil. But anyway, hey, he's the big uh, guy. Ten percent for the big guy. Yeah, you try being the big guy. It's a lot of pressure. So I mean, yeah, make the cognitive test for everybody that's running for federal office. The states would have to determine that for each state because that's the way that the system works. But as far as federal offices, if you have to make it a law, now I know that won't happen because none of them that are in there, especially the ancient ones like Feinstein and some of the other ones, because Feinstein's what, 90? I don't think she's quite that old. Diane Feinstein? Well, mm, I don't know. Yeah, she's getting real close. And, and the watcher, she seems a little slow. But anyways, you know, they will never go for something like that because, oh, you're ageist and blah, 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 blah. But... I'm sorry, we don't want incompetence and people that are on a decline for dementia. Well, she's 80. Mark looked her, Mark looked her remember, up. Mark looked her up. She's 89. Decision. She's 89. 89. Okay, so she'll be 90 in whenever her birthday is. All right. But, awesome. but that would make but sense. She, she, I think we have, a, we have an age limit on being president called the voters of the United States of America, and they, they choose whatever age of a candidate yeah. they want. Yeah, but first of all, the person would have to get out there and campaign and show himself or you know, in debates and stuff, which didn't happen in the last election the way it should have. In your one opinion. side did, and the other one didn't. And I, there's a whole other host of things going on. I won't say that the election was stolen. I think there's a whole lot of, well, I don't know what you would call it, hatred for one person. And that's just because when you're in office for four years and all you get is 99% negative coverage and people are told that you're a racist, sexist, homophobe, anti-Semitic, blah, 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 some of these fools are going to actually believe it. Well, I think yeah. we shouldn't pick on President Biden that way. Maybe we should consider. <laughs> look how old. Look at some of these leaders. Maxine Waters, 84 years old. 84. Oh, yeah. She, there, there, there's a video online from the uh, uh, congressional hearing yesterday or the day before where she's the chairman of whatever the 
committee, committee was. <laughs> and she was getting ready to you know, thank the witness for coming and sharing and blah, 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 and put it all on the record. And there's one Republican congressman that didn't get to testify or ask questions of the witness. Oh, boy, you should see the look on her face. She seemed awfully annoyed that he asked if whether or not he could testify and ask questions because it was just right. All members are supposed to be able to ask questions. But she was ready to adjourn and end the thing and have the guy go home. Instead of <laughs> recessing, she was going to adjourn and say, over. Boy, did she get annoyed. And it's quite comical to, to watch the reaction on her face when he questions her about it. Hmm. Hmm. Oh. Yeah. You know, she's she's an old biddy too, and I think the old biddies need to go, just like the old the old men need to go. But I don't know for some reason, you know, the the, the left complains about old white guys getting into everything, and what they do, they elected an old white guy. Just saying. All right, we got you, sir. Thank you so much for Thanks, calling Dan. in. Yeah. Take care. <laughs> Have a great day. Right, See you, buddy. One eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five is our telephone number. Mike from Bloomsburg, Pennsylvania. Last caller before another quickie break. You're on the mark. Yeah, I wanted to follow up on uh, one of your previous callers talking about the, uh, some people are calling it a fiasco in Luzerne County with the voting, but there's a lot of things that we know that are factual. That county turned red for uh, Donald Trump in 2016 and essentially won the state of Pennsylvania for him. And we know that Democrats have an affinity for mail-in voting. So any uh, suppression that occurred on voting day didn't nearly affect the Democrats as much as it affected the Republican turnout. And again, that particular case where they had uh, not enough mail or not enough uh, paper to, to collect their ballots, and they sent people home, and it was all over the news, all over social media. So I think it goes without any questioning that that suppressed voter turnout, and it upset many people's lives, and they were uh, definitely disenfranchised. And the fact that it was like a nothing burger in the national media, and even in Pennsylvania state media, and it was downplayed, it really is appalling that it was allowed to, you know, basically fly under the radar and say, well, it was just a mistake. Well, uh, my wife is involved in the, in the voting system, and she tells me that, you know, everything is checked and double-checked and verified to make sure that the election goes off smoothly and that everything is good. And uh, that, that obviously did not happen up there. You know, whether it was uh, malfeasance or anything like that, I, I don't know. But that's all I have to say about that. But what I do want to say is, and this is my position right now, I, I believe that the United States is actually uh, involved in a war. And I guess the term for it is called asymmetrical warfare. And China is against us. They have stated that they want to be the, you know, what are they, what's the word, hegemony or whatever. They want to be the ones that are the people in control of the world. And I think they're kind of using Russia as a little pawn in their war on us. And, you know, here we are, you know, fussing over that, fussing over this, everything else. Uh, you know, gays in the military. Uh, what, what's, what's the big thing now? Uh, women marrying women uh, and, and all this stuff. It really has nothing to do with national security. I think, uh, what's that historical saying? Uh, uh, Nero fiddled while Rome burned or something like that? No, that's it. I think that's what we're doing. America's fiddling while we're under attack and in a fight, sur fight for our survival. You know, China, 
they have now new, more nuclear, uh, according to the statistics, and again, what can you believe? They have more nuclear weapons, uh, long-range ballistic missiles, uh, either in the ground or uh, being built in the United States. And the technical people say that these things are designed for first attack. In other words, they're not protected like, you know, you would normally protect those things. They're going, you know, the design is that if they're used, they're going to be used first. So I, I don't think, you know, will that happen? I don't know. But I think they're uh, more than willing to wait and bring us down economically and destroy our society. And here in the United States, we have all these uh, problems and we're not addressing them. And the last thing I'm going to say is uh, most of your listeners are probably old enough to have listened to Paul Harvey when they were little kids. And he had a thing, uh, a, a, a really neat thing that's been on the Internet and around. It's called If I Were the Devil. And he went through uh, saying, if I was the devil, this is what I would do. And if you go back and look at that, all those things that he said, if I was the devil, they're all, they've all come to pass right now. And now we have, in my mind, one of the greatest uh, military historians. He just came out with an article that says, if I wanted to destroy America, and he went through about 11 or 12 things, this is what I would do. And basically, they're all being done right now, right before our very eyes. And uh, we're, we're going along our merry way, and uh, we're standing for it. We're voting for it. So, hey, that's, <laughs> that's where we're at, man. Well, you paint a grim picture. Yeah. And Merry you. Christmas to you, yeah. too. <laughs> thank you. Thank you, Mike. All right. We'll <laughs> talk to you Mike. later, buddy. Thank you. 1 800 795 9565. We will be right back. Hmm. When car repairs get difficult. Well, I just don't know. Um, me neither. We get good. Sunbury Motors. More than quality new and used cars, Sunbury Motors specializes in complicated auto repair diagnosis. They can handle intricate repairs and even complete auto body with service open Monday through Friday, 7 till 4. And Sunbury Motors has made simple repairs easy. Maintaining your vehicle is necessary. Finding the time to do it is difficult. Welcome to Sunbury Motors Quick Lane. Open 7 till 4, Monday through Friday. Just walk in or call ahead. Relax in their remodeled waiting room with Wi-Fi, beverages, and snacks. Will Sunbury Motors factory train techs take care of your oil change, tire alignments, brakes, and inspections. Quick Lane, 630 to 6, Monday through Friday, Saturday, 6 30 till 2. Sunbury Motors, Ford and Hyundai, North 4th Street, Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. We take the mm. out of auto repair. You're not going west on I-80 today. I'm sorry. <laughs> Unless you're uh, already past Brookville, uh, there's on and off crashes and slowdowns uh, starting at mile marker 212. Now, that's the Route 180 exit. So, you see, uh, you just can't get west on I-80. So, take another route. Stay home. Whatever travel plans you had, maybe be, this would be the day to delay them. Uh, local traffic only uh, would be the advisory. All right. One of you our say so. We're talking about President uh, Biden's age, and read <coughs> that, please. All right, Mark, you got to be kidding saying that Biden is sharp. Let me stop here. If I said President Biden is sharp, I misspoke. Okay. okay. I am, I, I, you know, I'm a Democrat. I argue liberal topics on the show, but I am a realist. Okay. He cannot complete a sentence half the time without stopping and wrinkling his face as he forgot what he was about to say. And he refused to take a cognitive test like Trump did. Had he taken it, that would have been a hoot. And yes, by the way, Trump passed that test with flying colors. So there, continuing with Biden too long is going to change this country into communism.
I absolutely refuse to accept that. If Biden didn't have the wife of his to push him and prompt him, he'd be totally lost half the time. He'll say, oh, which way do we go when exiting? Really? Come on, Mark, knock it off. <laughs> yeah, I didn't say he was sharp. It's obvious he's cognitively declined. But, you know, the dilemma is that uh, people want him in there anyway because he's uh, he's got the D uh, on his name. He's a Democrat, and uh, he's fighting for the policies they believe right. in. I mean, look at the student loan debacle that they're pushing through the courts and all the other legislation that he was able to get through, primarily, and some of it bipartisan, but primarily a lot of it really advocated for by Democrats. So even if he continues to decline in two years, I'll bet he could get reelected re- over most Republicans because he, people want his policies. Really? Uh, Van, you are on the mark. Morning. Merry Christmas. And to you as well. Hey, same to you, buddy. Well, I got a question for you guys. Don't you think most people that are normal, I'll use that term normal, even though people don't know what normal is anymore, but don't most normal people look forward to a time in their life when they can retire and enjoy time (laughs) with their family? Yeah, I did. the, (laughs) The reason I'm saying that is because these politicians, like you brought up about Dianne Feinstein, she's 89, and those people that are around her say she has dementia really, really bad. Biden, you know, in his advanced age, he has cognitive issues as well. And on and on we can go. There's Nancy Pelosi. So many of these people, why is it they don't want to retire and enjoy time with their families? Well, you got a good point. Yeah, you would think so. But that is not the way some people operate. My father's 100, and he worked in his insurance agency up until about 10 years ago because he just enjoyed it. You know, it kept him busy and gave him lots to do and uh, serving customers. And, of course, you have a president who's 80. And look at some of the actors and actresses in the world. They've already made glonkzillions, Hollywood money. And guess what they keep on doing? They keep on acting. Yeah. Look at Betty White. How, how old was she? Was she 100? No, not quite. Okay. But Almost 100. She's 99. 99. Okay. So, yeah, yeah because they just enjoy doing it. It keeps them going. I think it's more than more than just that. I don't think it's so much they enjoy it. I think they, the thing they enjoy is the power that that brings with it. And, of course, the, the power they have and the, the way they gain money and stuff. And it's just... This whole thing, and, and Stan is spot on with the stuff he says, and I think he understands what's going on in the world. And Klaus Schwab, he's another old geezer that he has his hands in everything with this World Economic Forum, and he has a program, and maybe you guys ought to check this out, where he has these graduates that went through his World Economic Forum, and they are now world leaders. And the, the leader down in New Zealand went through his his. Schooling, Trudeau went through it, Macron, and just world leader after world leader. And we're seeing this this global web is being spun where they want to, number one, take down America because America is, is the last land of any freedom. And we're seeing it just crumble before our eyes. Mm-hmm. Well, we're not seeing happy, <laughs> good times, I can tell you that. No, it's only going to get worse, and I, I hate to, you know, gloom and doom, but that's just a simple fact, and, and people are asleep, like Stan brought out, you know, just Nero fiddled and when Rome burned, and really, I think our hands are tied to really do anything. I mean, we've reached a point now with, with the stuff that's being taught in our schools and the, the kids being, you know, basically brainwashed with this LGBTQ movement and stuff, and the lady that called yesterday, that Trish, she was spot on. There's a book 
that tells us the truth. And God himself, and if, if you guys want to check this out, this, this would be good for you to check out. A guy named Ron Wyatt, this was years ago, he discovered the remains of, of Sodom on the southern tip of the Dead Sea. And that mm. city was literally turned to ash by brimstone that fell out of the sky. And you can they dig up big sulfur balls over there that are like 99% pure sulfur. They're not yellow like sulfur that comes from, that's created through volcanoes, but it's sulfur that is so pure, there's nothing else like it anywhere found on the earth. Hmm. God rained that fire and brimstone down as an example to those that would live that way, like they did in Sodom and Gomorrah, and of course that's where you get the term sodomy from, and we all know what that means. And as much as people want to say that's an alternate lifestyle, God gave it as an example for those that will suffer his eternal vengeance in hell. In your opinion. Now, in God's opinion, that's God. And, and right. you can disagree with God, but you're on the wrong side of that. All right, we got that's you. God said. That's New Testament. And I know that you don't like hearing that because you think that you're, you're so pious and you think that you're so much better than everybody else because you have... <laughs> oh, that's it. You got it, buddy. I'm a lot better. All right. We got to hit the road. We'll let you conclude, sir. Go right ahead. Yeah, it's amazing how, you know, you'll let me conclude. Well, I'll conclude with saying this. Let God be true and every man a liar. And there is a book, and there's a judgment coming. And Bob, even though Bob wants to brag about he's he's married, no, he's not married. God says it's a man and a woman. And that's what the Lord Jesus Christ says, that anyone who is effeminate, Anyone who's a drunkard or an adulterer, you live that type of lifestyle, you will go to hell. All right, we got you. Thank you so much, sir, very much. And Merry Christmas to you, too. We always appreciate you calling in. you got an open mic. 1-800-795-9565. Probably have time for one more caller. we got one waiting, and we got a ton of emails. Uh, Joe is terrible at reading the emails today. Read one before the break. Doug says, yes, Bob, COVID is always going to be here, and that's exactly what us so-called COVID or vaccine deniers have been saying for the last couple of years. But you, Bob, and all the other leftists were saying that if only everyone would get the clot shot, the COVID would vanish. If you want to continue to live in pandemic mode, go ahead. But many of us continue to live as normal, just like I did in the last couple of years. It's funny how all the people who are still freaked out by COVID are the same people who still wear masks and are vaccinated. Signed by Doug. Wear masks. W-H-E-R-E. You mean W-E-A-R. That's funny. Well, all right. It's well, still read the same. Right. It reads the same. <laughs> right. No argument there. All right. 1-800-795-956. Six five is our telephone number. We will be right back. There's something to be said about a sale with a handshake. A service technician who really knows what he's doing and can explain it in English what the problem is. There's nothing better than having that friend you could trust in the area. That's Sunbury Motors, where you get selection, knowledgeable salespeople, and prices that fit your budget, and more important, that friend you can trust. Welcome to Sunbury Motors, Kia, Ford, and Hyundai. You could chop other dealers and compare prices, but at Sunbury Motors, you get their lowest price promise. They research the current used vehicle market and guarantee their used car prices are the lowest. If you find a lower price, Sunbury Motors will beat it. Three dealers, all in one. See their full new and pre-owned inventory at sunburymotors.com. Pick out a vehicle you like and schedule your test drive online. Follow them on Facebook. Sunbury Motors Ford and Hyundai, North 4th Street, Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. (laughs) 
Welcome back. we got to get to the phones right away if these folks are going to get any time. Joseph, you're on the mark. Go right ahead. Uh, yeah, I want to speak a little bit on the border situation. Uh, I was watching a program yesterday, I think it's on the National Geographic, to catch a smuggler. And they really vetted this guy from uh, Nigeria, I think he was. And he had papers uh, uh, saying that he was going to go to some meeting, business meeting here. And they called up that place, and they said they knew nothing of him. And then uh, they called up his country. He said he was an agent for his country. So they called up and vetted him there, and they said they didn't know him. And uh, then they took him in a room and made him go on the road. And they really went to great lengths to check his story out, these federal officers, okay. And they found out, they said, that we believe you're a liar. And so what they did, they shipped him back to Nigeria, okay. And then there was a woman that went through the same thing, and she was from, I think, Argentina. And they went to great lengths to check them out. And what I'm thinking is, all he would have to do is go to Mexico and walk in here, and they'd give him a free, a free cell phone and money and, and a bus ticket to anywhere he wanted to go. And, and here's my point. If those federal officers would have said, well, that's okay, you know, well, you, you can just come in, and they would neglect to do their duties, I think they, they would be fired. They should be fired. Well, the buck, isn't the buck supposed to stop at the president of the federal government, the head of the federal government, the president of the United States of America? You'd think, uh, yep. Of letting all these people come in illegal and aiding and abetting them? Did you, you hear think. Did you hear the news this, yeah, this morning? I saw it that apparently Alejandro Mayorkas went down to the border and talked to border agents, and he denied to them ever saying the border was secure. And Fox this morning ran like five different instances of where he said the border was secure. And well, that, I heard him, I don't know how many times <laughs> say it. Yeah, well, he denies it now. He denied it to the border security agents. He said he never said it. <laughs> but even with yeah, that. And, uh, okay, that's all I want to say about right. that. And uh, your last call, Van. Oh, man. Was he ever on the, on target? It is not his opinion, Mark. You're 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 a lay minister. You ought to know the Bible. Read read First Second uh, Peter chapter two, verse uh, uh, four through six. And it says he he overturned those cities of Sodom and Gomorrah as an example unto their own own holy lifestyle. My only point. Ashes. My only point is when he it comes to gay marriage. My only point is that when it comes to gay marriage or these other topics, that uh, his deep well, faith, my deep faith, all guide this, and that you're you talking about gay, political right? laws. Right. The political but laws aren't guided by man. One at a time, boys. One at a time. Relations with the angels that came in there. All right, we got you. Yahweh you know, overthrew them. And that, that's what the Bible says. Now, if you're a lay preacher, you ought to preach the Bible. All right, we got it's you, sir. It's not a man's <laughs> opinion. All right, He's we got to hit the scripture. Room. Thank you, sir. Thanks for calling in. Really appreciate it. Merry Christmas. All right. So, uh, last caller, you get the remaining time. Not well, much. I don't think he's, Merry Christmas was appropriate for Joseph. Oh, <laughs> that's right. Yes, that's right. He's the whore Babylon. Uh, Sorry. Good morning, gentlemen. Um, I was listening yesterday to the discussion on Hunter Biden's laptop and uh, the possibility of Russian disinformation. Enough of that was leaked that anybody who wants to, including myself, have seen videos, not just like Photoshop pictures, but videos. It's pretty hard to leak that kind of information or, you know, Photoshop that kind of as disinformation. It's just, it's actually gross. You can't even sit on the radio and discuss what we're seeing. But one of the things that I'm sure they're going to squash, 
there was a, they shot in close. They did a close-up of these credit cards and cards that were sitting aside of him on the bedside stand, and I can't reveal what the name was, but it it's a family member to a very famous politician in this country that apparently he was having an affair with, too, and I can almost guarantee that will never hit the light of day, and that will be squashed. And, again... I don't know how you can Photoshop this and make this stuff. I know anything's possible today, but, you know, I was listening to that and going, what? You know, these are videos. These are people moving. There's, you know, you can see what's going on. It's, you know, but I didn't have time to call in yesterday, so I just thought I'd get my two cents in on that today, so... Here we anyway. go. Thank you, sir. Thanks for calling Mark in. Mark just spent several Appreciate seconds talking to you. And yeah, I refuted <laughs> everything you said very eloquently, and now you're, I have to go. All right. Thank well, you, sir. Sorry. Yeah, no, it's okay. no problem. It's all, it's all good. Hey, I want to tell you about the Sunbury Motor Company. It's a family-owned dealership since 1915, 4th Street, Sunbury, routes 11 and 15. Check them out at sunburymotors.com. You can build a Ford, Hyundai, or Kia to your precise specifications. They are looking for workers. They don't have a worker shortage, per se, but they've got a couple of openings. Career changers invite experienced folks too they would love to chit chat with you about your next vehicle at the Sunbury Motor Company they're pushing the Hyundai Palisade it's a almost minivan size vehicle all wheel drive less than 50 grand 20 some miles of a gallon on average and a fantastic vehicle this is WKOK Sunbury